0: You are listening to the TriCast Gaming Podcast.
1: Greetings and welcome everyone to episode number 28 of the Assassin's Creed Valhalla Weekly Podcast. I am your host Grimlock (laughs) aka Philip Keeney and I am joined today by Rogue Vox, Mike Martinez. That's me. And firstborn Adam Garcia.
2: What's up guys?
1: I joke everybody, you are in fact listening to the TriCast Gaming Podcast but it's starting to fill like the Assassin's Creed Valhalla podcast, because that's all I play these days. Guys, I said that if I wasn't finished by the end of January, I was going to have to cry on this podcast. Now, today is January 28th. There is technically Uh a few days left in January, but but I'm not finished this motherfucking game. (laughs) So I don't know what to tell y'all other than um, I'm going to try... with every fiber of my being to finish this game this weekend. Uh, and if that doesn't happen the next Thursday night, I will be just crying. That's just all I'm going to do is I'm just going to cry on the podcast. I won't speak about anything. I'll just cry. I'll just, just cr- like every once in a while you hear the words Valhalla too long. Why am I still playing in between sobs?
2: So okay. as long as you cry, like Alex Jones, we'll be fine. <laughs>
1: Oh, no, um, I don't know how Alex Jones cries. Don't do it, Adam. Just
0: <laughs> <fucking> do it. <laughs> Why? Just don't. Okay. Do fine. I do it too well? You do almost. Um, I can't. I can't hear the difference. No, oh, okay. That good, huh? Wow. That good. <laughs>
2: that, that good. <laughs>
1: Well, before Ugh. we get into how I'm still playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla, mm-hmm. uh, let's uh, let's shoot the breeze for a little bit. What's been going on this week for everybody? How are you doing, Mike? I am good. I did a thing today. Okay, let's hear about this thing.
0: I bought one six thousandth of a
1: Bitcoin today. Wow, one six thousandth.
0: Yep, that's all I could afford. <laughs> what is that is possible
1: wait to? That's five dollars.
0: All right, I bought $5 worth of Bitcoin today. And only because they gave it to me. So I'm like, you know what? Why not? Just buy it. It's there. It's free money. So you didn't actually buy it? No, I bought it. They gave me $5 and I used that $5
1: to buy Bitcoin. Oh, I see. Okay. So how do you use Bitcoin? Like, can you just go to Walmart and be like, here's one six thousandth of a, of a Bitcoin for these two Dr. Pepper bottles?
0: No, don't don't be silly, Philip. This okay. is like this is like uh, Beanie Babies for grownups. <laughs> Be- <laughs> Essentially, wow. what, it, what it feels like. I don't know. I mean,
1: how do I translate that into a commodity?
0: There are some places that will take Bitcoin. Um, yeah, our have,
1: the uh,
0: I mean, Microsoft took it for a while, and then just is it was, it was just a little too volatile for them. So they said, eh, "Let's not do that yet." Hmm.
1: But. And like, how do you, you know, like if if one six thousandth of a Bitcoin is $5, maybe they need to have some varying mechanisms. Cause like, I don't want to be like, okay, I accidentally input one Bitcoin and that was <laughs> like, <laughs> like, well, I accidentally paid
0: $20,000 for this $2 Dr. Pepper. Well, they'll give you some change. They may have to break open the safe, but they'll give you some change. <laughs> You're like, our safe doesn't contain this much money, guys. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm not going to spend it. It's like, I mean, this is, they gave me $5 to sign up to this website, Coinbase. And I'm like, all right, I'll just put it here. And then, uh, yeah, I'm like, I'm, I, don't, I don't plan on spending it. We'll just see so, what happens.
1: So how does Bitcoin differ from that? What's that other one? Dog or Doge or doggy? Do you, know, you guys know what I'm Doge? talking about? Yeah. I forget how he,
0: was it Doge?
1: Dogecoin? doge maybe i don't know some don't weird know. word it's How like the meme
0: dogecoin is more like a meme i think i'm not 100 percent sure i just saw that like I, I forgot what i was looking at i was like on reddit or something and they're like uh coinbase is giving you five dollars to sign up and you can invest that in because they like there's like more than like there's a crap ton of like uh what's it called um cryptocurrencies and the coinbase is more is like the uh E trade of the cryptocurrencies, so I just signed up. They gave me five dollar, gave me five dollars, and I just like, well, I'll just put it here.
2: So you know, you're saying all these words, but I have no idea what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me too, man.
1: (laughs) Well, I want to, I want to know, right? Like when you go and you 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 read about it, it says Uh that you know currently 113 billion Doge coins have already been mined. What the fuck? Where are you mining this from? Somebody like somewhere in, in in the deep depths of Russia, you know, singing, hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to Dogecoin we go. Like, what? <laughs> you know? I don't know.
0: But like, I know like with Bitcoin, it's like these big ass equations and you use your computer to solve the equation and it takes forever to solve this it equation. Like Normally, it takes, um, you don't do it. You just, you your computer does that on its own, but sometimes you need a lot of people to solve the equation, essentially that's mining, once you've solved the equation you get a Bitcoin or you split the Bitcoin between how many people uh, mined, quote unquote the Bitcoin
1: This sounds like some totally made up bullshit, that's what this sounds <laughs> like Like, I'm, I'm solving a whole bunch of 2 2's on my computer and this is going to equate to me having $6,000 Yeah, motherfuckers I, mm. I just don't, I don't get it
0: Yeah, I barely get it, but I was like, $5 is
2: $5. This is where I'm going to put it. (laughs) I have a hard time continuously speaking English. There's no way I'm going to catch this. All right.
1: Yeah, I guess this is what I'm going to have to do. I'm going to have to go find YouTube videos to explain Bitcoin mining to me now later tonight. Thanks, Mike. Thank you for
0: uh, are Just be warned. It'll put you to sleep. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's, something's got to break me away from Ozzy Man Reviews YouTube videos. It's like literally all I can watch now. <sighs> Although it's, I did stumble on, I stumbled on this one um, last night that had mm. me in absolute tears. It's some Ghanaian news presenter in Africa, uh-huh. and he's like trying to tell everybody who's playing who in the premier league this weekend, but he can't Mm. say the words. Like he doesn't know how to pronounce the names of these (laughs) soccer teams. And he's like looking at the names and he's like, I I think I know.
0: I think I know what video you're talking about. I think I've seen it. It's hilarious.
1: and he, He has to like really pronounce at the end and then look at the camera so, like, he's basically <laughs> making noises. And then, <laughs> is like versus... Oh, my gosh. Until he comes on one, like, he, he's doing the Spanish ones as well. And he, like, he knows Barcelona. So, like, he stumbles <laughs> through all of them. And it gets right to the end. And then he's like, Barcelona. And he looks up and his eyes, like, flash. And his, you know, his eyebrows kind of go up and down. Like, I, I know one. Nailed like, it. Nailed, nailed it. it.
0: It actually, it's pronounced Barcelona.
1: Oh, oh man, I was, I was crying. That's yeah. that's, that's <laughs> all I know. I was literally in tears watching this. Now, maybe it's because it was like one o'clock in the morning, and I had mm-hmm. just finished putting in like a two-hour stint in Assassin's Creed Valhalla after Rocket League. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, dude! But I was, I was crying watching. When do that
0: you bit. even sleep? Like, what time do you wake up in the morning?
1: Like seven, seven thirty.
0: Oh man. I've been at work for an hour and a half. Jacked.
1: Valhalla has jacked me up like completely. I stay up to like one o'clock later every night playing the stupid mm-hmm. game, trying to finish it. And then I have to get up at seven the next day for work and it's mm-hmm. just it's it's really wrecking me, man. It sounds like fun. Game.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you do.
1: Yeah. Well <laughs> in in other news I saw the the new Tesla uh, Model S car has been announced. Oh, yes. And this thing apparently includes a 10 teraflop gaming console inside of it with these massive LED screens in both the center console up front and in the back seat of the car. And I'm thinking, I don't know why I would want or need this in my car. But at the <laughs> same time, I kind of want. This car now so that I can be driving to work still playing Valhalla and maybe then I can <laughs> finally finish the stupid ass game
2: yeah Dang. that kind of seems like a, like a little bit of a dangerous situation but I mean it looks cool
1: I mean I get it for the back seat you know like if you had kids you know that'd hmm. be kind of cool yeah but
2: the front seat eh, I don't know about that
1: I guess your passenger gets to play video games while you drive
2: yeah but there's know, always like, going to be that one person that's going to be like, hey, I bet you I can rig this to where I can play it while I'm driving, and then that person ends up dead.
1: Hmm. Maybe you can use, like, Amazon a, But there's, there's auto steer, so, like, well,
0: I guess that'd still be stupid to play. This
1: <laughs> <while you're driving. laughs> yeah, just sounds like, like a really bad idea in general, across the board. Yeah, it does. No. <laughs> if you like there driving along...
0: It reminds me of that uh, episode, those episodes of uh, *Pimp My Ride* when the uh, exhibit would put like all these TVs all over the crowd. I'm like, how like oh, are you yeah. distracted with all this shit going right. on around you?
1: Yeah, I remember that was, a, that was like the mid aughts. Everybody was just into into that scene. Yeah. I think it kind of started with, uh, I mean, it probably started somewhere else, but it got like mainstream. Um, recognition because of like the fast and the furious movies and then and right the yeah. whole pit my ride show and mm-hmm. the need for speed video games and everything else you yeah. know
2: the west coast customs still actually have a show oh really is it on mtv yeah. it's on netflix oh interesting.
1: interesting i have seen like some things about the whole pit my ride show where they were actually like Like it, a lot of it was kind of a scam. Like people were writing in saying that like they put their car in like three months. Like they were without a car for like three months (laughs) while it was at the shop and things like that. Like.
0: And I bet these guys only had one car and needed to get to work and they didn't have
1: a car. Right. And then like they'd get it and like a week later shit would be busted or like they would put stuff in the car for the show reveal. And then when they went to drive away, they'd be like, oh, actually like. If you want to keep that, you got to pay us like this amount of money. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It was, uh, I I don't know. I heard some stuff that it was pretty messed up. So I don't know if this West Coast thing is still like, like if they've gone legit now or not, but you know, Mm -hmm. I I don't, I don't know. It seems like it.
2: I mean, they had some pretty big clients from the episodes that I watched, but so I don't know. I mean, they do good work. They just want to get paid for their work. and TV wasn't showing out
1: the money for it. Oh, right? Yeah. yeah, they were too busy paying exhibits contract. For sure. <laughs> for sure. <Yeah. laughs> He's already... also disappeared off the yeah. the face of popularity. Yep. Yeah. Thanks
2: yes. The exhibit.
0: Like last time I saw him was in like Eight Mile. Like that's the last thing I really saw him in. I haven't heard Dang, any of his music been a while. since.
1: Then. Yeah. Eight Mile. When did that movie come out? That that's like th- that movie's got to be nearly twenty years old now. Yeah, two thousand, yes, two thousand two or two thousand three. Two thousand two. Like it is literally nearly twenty years old. Wow. Dang. Well, there you have it. November eighth, two thousand two. Next year will be the twenty year anniversary of Eight Mile, the movie.
0: Do you know that the kids that were born in two thousand can drink alcohol
1: right now? Well, if you were born January, in January first, yep. 2000. Yeah. But everybody
0: everyone born in uh 2000 will be eligible to drink alcohol by the end of the year.
1: Yep. That's
2: hmm. well, I don't I don't, I don't
1: <laughs> want to think about that. I can I can still remember New Year's Eve 1999 when everyone I mean, thought the world was going to end the next day. Me
0: too. Yep. Yep, yep.
1: <laughs> So, um, good times, yeah, because we were convinced that somehow the computer wouldn't be able to click up one number. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Sigh, anyway, guys. Uh, should we talk about some video games? Let's sure. do it. All right, because you know what? Each and every week, we get together to channel our virtues through the Triforce to provide you all the latest news and general thoughts from the Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I mean, the entire mythical world of video games we are new and largely doing this entirely of our own entertainment simply because we love video games if you like what you hear please consider leaving us a like and a review on your podcasting app of choice and if you really enjoy it please consider sharing on social media and the like to your friends you can find us on twitter at tricastgamingp1 and on facebook at tricastgamingpodcast Uh, DM us on Twitter or Facebook with your questions, comments, concerns, corrections, thoughts, ideas, just anything you want to chat about, and we will be happy to read it on this show. All right, uh, moving on into corrections. Uh, I didn't hear anything in the last show, um, but I went back and listened to the week before, and I found a couple things that I messed up. Uh, The first... um, we were talking about vampire villains with uh, with Jason and I suggested um, uh, a name. I don't remember exactly what I said, but um, I thought that he was trying to talk about the villain from the Avengers game. So the villain in the Avengers game is Modok. Um, that's who I was thinking about. I still didn't even get his name right, but that's the character I was thinking about. So Modok is the guy with the giant head, if you guys remember him from Marvel. Oh, yeah from Marvel um, comics, um, the taste. T- yes. He does look extremely weird. Uh, he's <laughs> almost. He almost looks like a, like in the game, they make him almost look like a baby in a chair, but with a giant head. But I don't know. It's weird. It's really strange. actually, he
2: kind of looks like those, uh, those, what do they call them? The thwomps in, in Mario, the rocks that always like fall on
1: you. Yeah. Yeah. I can kind of see that. Yeah. <laughs> if the swamp had like legs, really tiny legs at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and then the second thing I was trying to think of, and I couldn't, um, we were talking about different MMOs and, and the, the communities and the, the, the things that evolve inside those MMOs. And I was trying to think about the big space MMO um, that has all these, you know, warring factions and diplomacies and all this other shit that gets written about in articles all the time. And the name of that game is of course, Eve online. I couldn't think of it in the podcast. So those are the two things I found um, when listening back to the show. Did you guys hear anything?
0: Anything else? Uh, I heard my mic. Shit on me the whole time, <laughs> which I do apologize for. Hopefully, it's uh, fine now.
2: <clears throat>
1: yes, I um, I remember thinking like when we were recording the show. I remember thinking Mike, Mike's audio is just a little off. But then because we had all those issues, which. Those issues mm-hmm. have continued. Hopefully, nobody will ever notice them. But uh, this time, because we've done some workarounds before the show, but um, those issues have continued into this week. But I was just assuming that it was all related, and that when your track spit out of mm. of the recording software, that it would be okay. So I didn't say anything. And then, of course, um, yes, uh, your audio was was popping quite a lot. Um, Thanks.
0: That's a week too late, Philip. <laughs>
1: That's what I'm here for. I'm here for uh, the corrections a week after it was useful for them to oh, be perfect corrected. You know, perfect. actually, I
2: heard a couple of things. Uh-oh. Oh, across across a couple of episodes.
1: Okay, okay. Get first,
0: my- get your mm-hmm. what? No, I was. Gonna, I'm gonna get my pen. Write all this down. Make sure it doesn't
2: have okay. okay. Well, y'all stated specifically, Mike. You know, he stated last week that he wasn't sure about One Division. I just wanted to say that was wrong because One Division is actually good. Oh no, I I watched it this like this past week. Yeah, I'm I'm in. Okay, I'm in cool. now. That was like that doesn't,
1: hey, that hey, doesn't hey, count hey. as a correction. This is an it's opinion not a podcast. <laughs> we give our opinion as we have them. You mm-hmm. can't correct an opinion. That's some bullshit that's true. Right there.
2: With that being said, I listened to the <laughs> Christmas episode. You
1: remember that one? Okay, we're going real far back. Okay, We're going pretty far back.
2: Now, the reason I I listened to that is because I I had my nephew over today, and we were listening to that because I I wanted to show him how like the mic setup that I had, this is what it sounds like. Well, we happened to run into the part where we talked about our top three games, correct?
1: Okay, yes, we did do that.
2: Okay. Now, Phil stated that since me and Mike don't really venture out to play other games... And you were pretty, I guess. Uh, what, what's the word? Where you like to play a lot of different types of games? Diverse. diverse, diverse. That yeah. that's the word. Now, fast forward to today. What 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 exactly are you doing, Philip? <laughs> well, no, a, a month and a here, half.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> what what's
1: happened is right. <laughs> so there, see, was, what had happened was <laughs> there was a whole. Co- yeah, I'm still playing as Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yeah, but I mean, like, with seriously, like, honestly,
0: once he finishes that, he'll move on, and he will never pick that game up again.
2: Unless yeah, he wants to do true. It, uh, uh, yeah or something.
1: Yeah, so well, I he guess- like he
2: roasted us pretty hard on that, though. Like, you know, since yeah, Adam and not really feature <laughs> <drowned. laughs> out. <laughs> he okay. hadn't played Valhalla though, so <laughs> that's true.
1: Well, so here, here's in my defense, the the only point I was trying to make was that typically you guys aren't running out and getting, you know, 10, 12, 15 uh, games in a year that are like brand new that year's release. So the only Mm -hmm. point I was trying to make was that, you know, it's hard for us, or at least this past year, for us to do a 2020 Games of the Year because, you know, just simply everybody's not, you know, buying and playing lots of different games um, that are brand new. You play different games, but you're not playing the ones that have just released. So in my defense, that's the point (laughs) I was trying to make. And Valhalla is a 2020 release, and there really (laughs) isn't a whole lot of 2021 releases. So I'm not really missing anything just yet.
0: Oh, Medium came out today.
1: The Medium did come out today. We'll talk about that later in the show. That is correct. Yeah, that's um, Adam's game. I want to start that. So maybe we'll have something to talk about uh, next week with the medium. Is that a game pass one? Yes. Yep. Yep. I'm going to get it right now. There you go. There you go. Um, Okay, well, what are we playing? I'm, as we've very clearly stated throughout the show, I am still playing Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And here's my latest hot take on it. The story of this game is total garbage. Now, I think Whoa. it's going to have a neat payoff in the end. I think, based on what I've, I've seen so far. But he, the, the story is like driving you down this path. There's all this stuff going on with your brother and whether or not he's maybe a god reincarnated and the assassins are here and they're kind of meddling in, in some things and there's all this stuff going on. And then about hour 50 or so, you free your brother From this person who had taken him capture and capture and was torturing him. Mm -hmm. I'm now 50 plus hours later, and the story hasn't moved from that spot. Every time I go back to my home village, my brother is still just brooding around, wandering around the hall, mad about life, not doing anything about it. Uh We're not progressing the story. The assassin guy seems to have disappeared. I don't know where the fuck he went. I haven't heard from him in hours and hours and hours and hours of this game. He's just... I I don't know what happened. Hmm. All the, like, main quests that I go on are just, Hmm. like, these local regional things. Like, oh, this this Jarl is fighting with this other Jarl, or uh, you've got to go resolve the conflict, or this Jarl, he's passing away, and you need to name a successor in his area. And it's like, this has nothing to do with the main story. Like, I want to know what happened. So now I'm at the... And, and then if you extrapolate even farther back, like the whole reason you left Norway in the first place... And like I know you go back to Norway, or at least there's a possibility to go back to Norway at the end of the game. Because at the start, there's two areas in it. One area is like power level 1, and the other one is like power level 350. So clearly, you're supposed to come back to the game at the end. Um, but I, I mean, they, they haven't even touched on that. And then also, like two hours into the game, you get like a snippet into what's happening in like the modern day. Um storyline and like they've literally not gone back to it at all, like at all in the a hundred hours that I've played, other than the like it was like a five minute cutscene at the start of the game.
2: Jeez, so so I'm just like up on the
1: story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It just feels that way. It, it's. I don't know. I'm like, so, and then and this is why I keep saying, like, the game is just too fucking long. Like, if you had shortened the game, made it a little more compact, meted out your story more appropriately, you wouldn't have people like me that's basically just like, I, I don't even know, I don't know why I'm doing any of the things I'm doing other than I'm some Norse warrior trying to take over England and I do cool, badass shit and I kill lots of people. That's that's basically what I do in this game.
0: What if you finished the game and you didn't even know it, Phil? Like what was what what, like? What if like you saved your brother and that was supposed to be the end of the game, but you just kept going?
1: (laughs) That would be so. (laughs) I'd be so sad. I don't think that's the case. Um, So I think that the game is setting up a pretty neat ending, and I'm I think it's safe to assume that nobody here on the podcast is going to play Valhalla. Nope. Okay, so I'm going to give a spoiler warning to anybody who is listening. Um, so heads up, I'm going to, I'm going to say some stuff that comes out later in the game. So if you don't want to hear it, you know, skip forward about 60 seconds. So later on in the game, you get the ability to drink this potion and go to, into a dream world. And the dream world takes you to Asgard and then later on to Jotunheim and then later on back to Asgard. Um, and in the storyline, you find out that the gods, Javi, who's Odin, um, mm. Thor, Freya, Loki, like there's this whole thing that goes on, and Javi is trying to uh, prevent the fate of, of Ragnarok. And ultimately, they find that mm. they can drink this magical mead and they can be reincarnated later when Ragnarok comes. And the th- whole thing ends with that. But what's neat about this whole thing is if you're perceptive, all the different characters have the same voices as the characters in the in the regular main story. So, oh. like, Tyr is Sigurd, your brother, and Javi is you, Eivor, and Thor is this character named Halfdan that comes into the game later, and so on. And so I think what it's meeting out is that you are, in fact, actually – the reincarnation of the Norse gods and so that would be a neat payoff but that'd be really cool right but like the meandering nature and a spoiler over now here but the meandering nature of how we get to that point if it's what comes to fruition has Mm. just got me totally like checked out like peace on the story like maybe the last two hours, I'll be like, "Oh wow, that was really cool." I wish that you know the previous fifty hours of gameplay wasn't there, and we had just jumped to this. <laughs> <laughs> wow, but that is, uh, yeah, uh,
0: annoying for sure. Yeah, I
1: mean, I'm to the point where like, as cool as the world is, and 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 such, I, I there's no there's no way there's literally nothing that that. Ubisoft can do or say about the next Assassin's Creed, unless it's like we've literally half the size of our game, there's nothing that will get me to play the next one. I just, I'm not going to go back and, and endure this kind right. of length of a yeah. game. I don't believe What if man. they
2: have that DLC?
1: So they do have DLC and it looks really cool and I really want to go play it. And I'm just like, no, I'm just not, I'm not, <laughs> I can't. Yeah. I, I, I cannot play this game anymore. I, but wouldn't no. that
2: go against your completionist creed?
1: No, because I just don't start the DLC. Oh, okay. But it would, <laughs> the game wouldn't be completely finished, at that point, wouldn't it? Uh, no, it the wouldn't. main game would be finished. Oh, but don't you like to finish all the side quests and the extra stuff? Yes, but DLC, like paid DLC extensions of a game, I don't feel like is is part of a main game. Oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So the other thing that I've stumbled upon now as I've gotten right down to the very end of the game, because I really am that close, I maxed out my power level. The, The cap is 400, and it's quite disappointing when you reach that cap, you still continue to get XP, but what it does is it gives you mastery points when you level up. And you go into your tree, and it just says you can put your mastery point in the way of the wolf, the way of the bear, or the way of the raven, or whatever the other, the third one is. And all it says is if you do way of the wolf, your melee stats are increased. And it doesn't even give you a number, it just says melee stats will be increased, health will be increased. And then for like way of the raven, is like stealth will be increased. And that's it. It doesn't, so I'm like just throwing points into these things, and I have no idea what it's doing. I, I don't see any numbers. I can't figure out how it's really affecting my character. You know, why am I doing this? Is things getting better? Like, guys don't really seem to be dying any faster. Like, they seem to be dying at the same rate that they have been for hours and hours and hours of this game. So, I don't know, man. For an RPG, it's pretty disappointing, that, that aspect of it. So, I don't know. Yeah, I've gone I've been I've been playing this game for so long. I've been going in these crests and valleys, you know, of of I'm really high on the game, I'm really low on the game, I'm really high on the game, and I think I'm gonna just end up somewhere like below medium on this game. Like if you asked me to give it like a number out of ten, I'd probably give it like a seven. And that's entirely there because the world that they built is so effing cool to be in. That's the only thing that gets it up there. Mm -hmm. And combat is okay. It's, it's, you know, combat is, is an average seven combat, but like story would be sub five. Dang. Wow. You know, RPG can't mechanics would be like sub five. You know, it's just, it's so disappointing to me in those, in those aspects, you know, how they meted out your materials to increase your gear. Like just, it's because everything is so long, you know, That if they had just cut out, you know, tens and tens of hours of content and crammed it down, it would feel more appropriately measured out. But it's like they created an RPG mechanic, a gear progression mechanic, and a story for, like, a 50-hour game, but the game's, like, over 100 hours long, if that makes sense. That is insane. So, uh. You know that that's that's kind of I'm kind of really sick and tired of talking about Valhalla, other than, <laughs> but that's what I'm playing. So there you have it, Mike. I give it to you. I'm I'm done. <laughs> uh, let's see. This week I played
0: Recourse, Cyberpunk, and Rocket League. Um, I just went going back in Cyberpunk and just doing some side quests because apparently I missed a lot, and there's some cool like stories to kind of experience. Um, on the side quests and because I was kind of going through those and um, just advancing a little bit more in Recore and uh, trying to get better in Rocket League. I get on at least once, like just once a day, if I'm not playing with y'all, to like do like uh, like practice drills to make sure I'm not like ass. But the way I've been playing recently, I it's just not working, so I'm gonna keep running into that wall.
1: I feel like you've been playing fairly well, honestly. Um, especially your 1v1 attacking situations, which have always been your strength, but I thought were, I thought had kind of, that's what I thought had kind of fallen off um, Mm -hmm. uh, back when we kind of, I don't know, like a few weeks ago, three, four or five weeks ago, but here lately over the last week or so, um, I definitely feel like that's back to the level that you used to be at. I mean, I don't know. For me, I I certainly feel like I'm total trash in front of goal now. I can't I can't seem to figure it out. Um, but I also think that like Tyler has taken this um approach Dude, he's his like
0: he gets so many shots on goal, dude. <laughs> like, I don't know what he's changed, but like he attacks so much harder now and right. goes for like those harder goals, which is great. It's just I he, like he's getting MVP a lot more than he used to.
1: Right. And that's, I think that's, what's kind of really, I think that's directly affected my game. Cause what I've noticed is that he does a lot more of the coming back to halfway and going back up instead of coming all the way back. So I feel yeah. like this pressure to like stay in our defensive half because no right. one else is doing it. Um, right. and the few times that I do come up, we often concede. So like, I think mm-hmm. that's, what's, What's really affecting my game, which is fine. I mean, I get so many saves now, and I think <laughs> for the most part we're like still a little over five hundred. Um, yeah. So I, I mean, it's fine. I mean, Tyler's scoring some good goals now. So I mean, it is what it is. I mean, if that's how if that's how we as a team evolve, that's fine. I just you know what's crazy have- is he plays
0: with Car cam the Mad Lad. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know how the how hell he does.
1: <laughs> yeah. I don't know how he does him. it. It's it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Rocket League's still a lot of fun. We still play a lot of Rocket League. Um, that's probably the only reason why I haven't gone completely insane about Valhalla, because we at least yeah. are still playing um, something. You've got to sprinkle
0: up. Rocket League in there to break it up. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy.
1: Well, here's here's what I want to do this weekend, if you guys okay. are up for it. Okay. I want to... Do I want to play Streets of Rage? So if you guys are up for it, I'd like to try like maybe Saturday night and Sunday night, trying to get together and do an hour or an hour and a half of Streets of Rage. Apparently, that game is only about three hours long, so we we might be able to just finish it in like a couple shorter sessions. Um I don't know what your schedules are. Well, I'm like, free, but but I definitely like to do that. Okay, let's do it. Adam, what do Adam? you think?
2: I'm thinking. Because t- tomorrow is uh, well, not tomorrow. Uh, Saturday we're gonna do Taven's birthday party. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Sunday I'm doing the the Royal Rumble on the WWE Network. Gotcha. Is uh, what time does Taven go to bed? Um, lately he's been going to bed around nine.
1: Okay, perfect, that's perfect. That's, that's when I would be getting on anyway. Okay,
2: so yeah, I'm gonna say yes unless something else happens.
1: All right. Well, okay, we'll cool. try. We'll shoot for it, you know, and uh, and we'll we'll try it because then I'll, I'll at least get some. Because here's my thing: I actually don't have a game finished in January. Which, if this if this gets to the end of January and I don't have a single game finished, <laughs> this will be the first time since like 2015 when I started tracking my games played every month mm-hmm. that I went through an entire month without finishing at least one game. So I've yeah. got to correct that. I've got to finish something. <laughs> something. It'll be my um, second
0: game if I finish that this
1: weekend. So I think I've done three so far. What? You've done three? I think.
2: What have you played? Uh, I need to go... Where's my Excel sheet?
1: <laughs> I have an Excel sheet for three games and I can't remember them. <laughs> well, I'm skeptical <laughs> here.
2: You have to remember, I've had a very long week. Or no, year.
1: that's fair. That's weeks. fair. Long um, what was I going to say? I uh, I haven't. Well, I have been playing something else too. Uh, sprinkling in a little bit. I've been um, working through the rest of the stars in Super Mario Galaxy. That's part of the 3D All Stars package on Switch. Uh, I beat the final Bowser boss, but I decided that I really, really like Galaxy, and that I was just going to keep going and get all 120 stars. And I'm actually at um, I'm at 97 stars now. Um, and I've been wow. sprinkling them in. You know, I just, I'll play for like 30 minutes here and there um, throughout the week. And I'm slowly getting there. So I think I'm going to roughly finish both of those games, Valhalla and Galaxy, around the same time as each other. But they'll probably be early February at this point well, before mm-hmm. it happens. So I got to find something else to throw in into January that's shorter to, yep. to, to get to get something. But <laughs> you can do the Galaxy the battle for the grid game. I I could, but <laughs> I'd rather go for Streets of Rage four. I but, but it's Power Rangers, man. Streets of Rage mm. four.
2: Streets of Rage four. Power Rangers. I you find your spreadsheet. Yeah, uh, I did Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, and then uh. Kathy ranks. So it was two. I started three. Oh, okay. I started the third one, just hadn't finished yet. Kathy, gotcha. I forgot you did well, Kathy. Technically, each. I started three and four because I did Cobra Kai and Tell Me Why. But you didn't. Finish well, if we're doing how many we've started, I am way ahead of you guys.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's why. That's why I, I'm very careful to say how many you finish, not how many yeah. You started.
2: Yeah, I I, st- I have two that I'm I've started. After Kathy Rain, because after Mm -hmm. Kathy Rain, I was like, I need to do something different because that freaked me the hell out of it at the end. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Well, all right, then. I guess we'll move along into topics of the show since, um, you know, everyone's tired of hearing about Valhalla anyway. So (laughs) 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 let's get on into what we've got for the show. Number one, the great Xbox Live Gold Price Hike fiasco of 2021 um guys let me set the scene here for what happened okay so last friday microsoft announced that there were going to be some pricing changes to xbox live gold and here's what they said new subscribers the prices will be 10.99 for one month 29.99 for three months and 59.99 for six months Existing 12- or 6-month subscribers would be able to keep their subscription on auto-renew for the original price, as long as they didn't disrupt their auto-renew. Existing 1-month and 3-month subscribers, though, would in fact be forced into the price change. Um, And then if you opt to subscribe to Game Pass Ultimate, um, which included gold, then your remaining gold subscription time would be converted directly into Game Pass Ultimate for no additional cost. So this really, everybody was saying this really feels like people pushing, or Microsoft pushing people to Game Pass Ultimate. The other very interesting thing here was that they were no longer going to offer the 12-month for $60 option or any 12-month option to new gold subscribers. So unless you were already on an auto-renew plan, you could not get a 12-month subscription anymore. Mm. So if you look at that, $59.99 for six months was the new price. They were effectively doubling the cost of 12 months of Xbox Live Gold, Mm. uh, which is a massive price increase. Uh, So naturally, the internet was very upset by this Price and, and I have to say, I was too, because we've talked on this show a lot about how they should just get rid of gold altogether, not make it fucking $120 a year to, to, to have Xbox Live Gold. Um, so uh, there's a huge backlash. People are outraged. There's lots of shade thrown towards Microsoft. And within 24 hours, Microsoft have reversed the decision delivering the following statement. Uh, "Quote: We messed up today and you were right to let us know. Connecting and playing with friends is a vital part of gaming and we fail to meet the expectations of players who count on it every day. As a result, we have decided not to change Xbox Live Gold pricing. If you are an Xbox Live Gold member already, you stay at your current price for renewal. New and existing members can continue to enjoy Xbox Live Gold for the same prices they pay today in the United States. $9.99 for one month, $24.99 for three months, $39.99 for six months, and $59.99 at retail for 12 months. Additionally, the end quote, additionally, Xbox at the same time announced that they were going to... Rev- um, Reverse all free to play game. Uh, sorry, that they were going to unlock all free to play games uh, from behind the gold paywall over the coming months. So games like Rocket League and Fortnite would no longer be locked behind the gold paywall. So if you have an Xbox, you have no gold. You can download Fortnite and play for free, truly like you can on every other platform that Fortnite is available or Rocket League is available on. Um, So that at least was a nice step in the right direction. um, But it comes on the heels of a massive PR fuck up on their part. So, uh, Adam, I'm going to kick it to you first. What was your take on this whole saga?
2: Well, before they uh, reverse their decision, it's like I told you guys in our group chat that (laughs) that's what kind of what I predicted Xbox was trying to do. Like they were trying to create this monopoly like, oh, yeah, let's buy all these extra studios. Oh, yeah, let's put our, our Xbox service on all these other uh, consoles. Oh, yeah, by the way, if you want to continue with this, you're going to pay us this extra money. That That's what I felt like they were trying to do. Um, but once they reversed it, I was like, okay, they realized that if they do this, that they're going to lose a lot of people. And like, Because a lot of people are probably going to be like, I'm not going to pay for this if if I have to you know pay double what I'm paying for already and so that's to me that's why they did it just because they knew they, they were gonna lose a lot of people but my my initial reaction was just like are, are, I couldn't believe it it was
1: just a shock yeah I, I'm right there with you um and in the shock of when I read that like holy cow how could they possibly make this kind of of a mistake. Mike, how do you think that they ended up in this situation in the first place?
0: Honestly, I don't know why, but I have a theory. Okay. Um, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. Hold on. Well, and, okay. uh, I got my, okay, <laughs> we're good. Um, I think this was just like all like a stunt to like make them look like they're listening to us like how like honestly why would they think everybody would be cool with like doubling the price like why would they like i don't think people at, like the marketing team would be like yeah this is a great idea like yeah no the, people will be okay with this nobody will freak out nobody will get pissed <laughs> i mean people saw like that they were like talking about maybe like people doing away with xbox like those are articles were everywhere and like i'm sure the like people at microsoft read this shit like surely you know what i mean right yeah. yeah so like i think it was all just a stunt to make it look like they were they were listening to feedback from uh, everybody
1: yeah so i mean i see a lot of validity to that i mean it seems like it seems like not the kind of pr that you want even if like ultimately you're like, oh, we listen to you. You're right. Like we made yeah. a change, and we like it. Still seems like really a blunder. Like if you did that intentionally as a company, yeah, that that feels like a blunder. My tinfoil hat theory is that this had nothing to do. Well, not nothing, but it was mm. not the direction of Phil Spencer and his team. That this came from above him.
0: Yeah, that's. I'm feeling that too. Because did Phil Spencer tweet anything during all that? I, uh, I I didn't see anything,
1: but I, all I saw was a response from him, basically apologizing for like the anxiety or whatever that I was. He used weird words to express, um, uh-huh. you know, his sentiment. But basically, he was like that the anxiousness or whatever that this caused in people. We apologize mm-hmm. for doing that or something along those lines. Uh, it mm-hmm. was a weird quote. I'll see if I can find it, but that—that's kind of my my tinfoil hat is that there was at executive leadership level, um, Microsoft wanted to try to extract more revenue out of the Xbox branch, and they thought that they could do it this way uh, by basically mm-hmm. ending the twelve month membership and increasing the price. To just be at a at a level ten dollars per month, right? Because if you if you pay month to month, you pay ten dollars a month for gold, yeah. right? Yeah. But most people don't pay month to month because there is always that retail option to pay sixty dollars at one time, and then your subscription fee was basically five dollars a month. But if you look across all of entertainment right now, you can't really do that anywhere, right? This is one of the last places, and and PlayStation is is like this too, Mm -hmm. where you can pay a yearly subscription fee up front and it ultimately work out cheaper uh, than paying monthly. Like I think Disney Plus has gone away with its year membership. Netflix, I don't think, has a year membership anymore. You pay per month, you know, HBO Max, all these other places. Or even if they do have a year membership, it's not really any different in cost, like maybe it's one month free or something like that, right? You're not getting it at essentially 50% off if you buy in bulk. Like that just doesn't happen anymore in in any any other entertainment spot. And I think Mm. that Microsoft leadership looked at that and said, well, let's just even it out. If you want gold, it's $10 a month. All our options, all our, because if you look at the retail pricing, every option was basically making it $10 a month. Uh, Except for if you pay monthly, it was a dollar more, which is weird. I don't know why they did that. (laughs) Um, And that's what I think happened. And I think that in all likelihood, Phil Spencer was probably arguing against that Mm -hmm. um, at, at executive board meetings all along and and finally probably was like okay fine do it and when they announced it and there was such a massive backlash I think that's why it turned so quickly because Phil Spencer is probably on the phone with everybody seeing like, like see I told you so bad <laughs> fucking idea can we reverse it now can y'all yeah. listen to me right. you know um, that's my tinfoil hat theory on it yeah. what, do you, what do you think Adam is, is there some credibility to that I would say so I mean
2: like what other like position in a company would come up with an idea like that except for somebody who's already money hungry <laughs> right like I, God, that was the dumbest idea ever like whoever did that obviously isn't very connected with the rest of us down here right right <sighs> but
0: like they did reverse that like it's everything's pretty much the same still right
2: yeah
1: yeah, the pricing all went back to the same as it was before, and in fact, they've now additionally um, added this you know, caveat that they're going to finally remove games from behind the paywall. Now, it said over the coming months, so everybody, you know, you're going to have to pay attention to it. It's not like Rocket League is already free-to-play, free, 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 free on Xbox right. like it is everywhere <laughs> else. Um, but they did say that they are going to, you know, make that transition uh, to align themselves with the rest of, of the industry. Yeah.
0: That's cool. So like, so they still have the year subscription for $60. Right. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. That's,
1: yeah, that's going to remain uh fifty nine ninety nine for 12 months.
2: Wow. I will say though, that if they did this for the publicity that, the, that is a very risky move.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what they did, but I mean, I could be very, very wrong. But I think I, mean, I, I wouldn't pass them think at think all. That's what they did.
1: I yeah, believe. I just, I just think that if that's if that was their thought, that just is is a really poor move, and and honestly, they deserve every bit of the the bad smoke that gets blown their way. No, I agree. I, mean, I was prepared to come onto this podcast and absolutely roast the shit out of them this week. For this, <laughs> um, the only reason uh, the only reason I'm not is because they reversed it completely. Right. So. Yeah, um, especially
2: with the amount of time that we talked about Game Pass, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean, that was my favorite. I saw someone post um, uh, on Friday of last week, and this was my favorite one. It was like, Microsoft have, or Xbox have suddenly figured out how to simultaneously have the best deal in gaming and the worst deal in gaming. <laughs> 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 and I was like, yep, that's exactly how I feel. That's <laughs> true. That's funny. So, well, I, I guess the only other... Question I'd like to ask you, Mike, is after all of this, mm-hmm. does it start to make you question whether or not live gold will ever go away?
0: Uh, I don't think it's going to go away. It'll, it's probably going to be here for a while. I don't like. It's, it, by the way, they're talking is just the way. Like that's how that's one of their sources of cash flow into the company, and I can see them keeping it for a while, especially because if they're trying to like make all these games. They need to get some cash flow from somewhere. And and Game Pass and Xbox Gold seems like the way they're going to do it. And I don't mind. Like, I don't mind that I have to pay for Xbox Gold. If it means that as long as they put the money toward supporting their studios and making great games, I'm fine with it.
1: Yeah, the only way... I'm with you. I think the only way you see Gold actually start to go away is mm. if the gap between it and Game Pass closes. So, yep. Yep. Um, until that happens, you know you're you're gonna see gold standby uh, at this point. I think it's it's pretty clear. I wish that wasn't the case. You know, yep. I've, I've argued on the show in the past that that should change, um, but it's not going to. Um, which kind of subset question, Adam? Um, Do you think that the value of Xbox Live Gold is kind of shit right now, too, when you consider the monthly game lineup that you get? So you got to keep paying for it, but you're not getting the kind of monthly free games that we used to get.
2: Oh, yeah. Like, honestly, like, I'm more sold on Game Pass than I am on Gold. And I just don't see why. Why it's still even around? Because like even like back then, like you only get like one good game with gold, and like if the other, that, ones- if, yeah, if that, if that. the other ones are like, cool. oh, Farm Simulator, just what I've always hey, wanted. Hey, don't talk shit about Farm
0: Simulator, bastard.
2: <laughs> okay, Goat Simulator. Hey, it's, good, it's a good game. That <laughs> I actually, I actually it, downloaded it, that game, it's, <laughs> it's, but it's like it's not like they don't give you anything good. Like that—that's what you have to be. Nothing, for. nothing substantial. Yeah. Sure. Like, yeah. oh look, I can walk around in the street and get hit by a car as a goat. Yay. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's that's kind of been my biggest issue with it is that you know, as a valued service, if, if you compare it to its main competitor, it's just really failing in that in that arena right now. I mean, so this this month, your games are Gears Five. Resident Evil, Dandara Trials of Fear Edition, Indiana Jones and the Emperor's Tomb, and Lost Planet Two. So, in, the Indiana Jones and Lost Planet Two are your three hundred and sixty games.
2: Hmm.
1: Dandara Trials of Fear—I've never even heard of that game. Resident Evil is the like re-release of the original Resident Evil, so and that's been around for a while in and of itself. And then Gears 5, I mean, Gears 5 is a nearly three-year-old game now. And, you know, I would suspect anybody that were really wanting to play Gears 5 has played it through Game Pass. I, I doubt that there's many people out there that weren't like, oh, I really want to play Gears 5. I've got gold, and I'm not going to pay the $1 for a month <laughs> subscription of Game Pass to play Gears 5. Right.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So uh, to me, there's just there's no value in it. Is Gears Five an excellent game? Yes, but I'm pretty confident that anybody who was w- who was wanting to play that game, has done it so already because it's in Game Pass.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. You know, I wonder and- what
0: the percentage, like who, like what the difference is, like how many people that have gold have Game Pass. Like, I, I'm, really, I'm really interested to know what that is. What
1: so that since ratios. you asked that question, let's go ahead and move into topic number two, Xbox right. financial call. So this past week, we've got the um, quarter ending in de- de- December, ending at the end of December um, mm-hmm. financial call for Microsoft. So there's a lot of really interesting numbers out of that. And I'll kind of jump to, I'll jump, forward first and and talk about that since you asked the question. The company confirmed, uh, Microsoft being the, I wrote this um, talking about Microsoft first and then I'm jumping ahead, but Microsoft Mm -hmm. confirmed uh, during this financial call that Xbox Game Pass has now reached uh, 18 million subscribers. um, Which means means that they have grown uh, by 3 million members since uh, the September, end of September report. Right. So October, November, December, you're averaging a million new subscribers per month right now on Xbox Game Pass. So it's growing, and it's growing quickly, and it's growing strongly. They then went on to say that Xbox Live has an impressive 100 million monthly active users. Now, that's not gold. Uh, they didn't give you distinct gold numbers. So Right. Um. I'm not sure. I bet it's somewhere in the 50 million range um, based on Mm -hmm. things that I've heard in the past or read in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, Xbox Live um, active users, that's probably including people signed into the Xbox app on PC as well, um, things like that. Um, And it's not necessarily people that are actually gold members. Um, Right. So right now, I think that the gap is probably somewhere around $35 million between Game Pass and gold. So you're looking at, at probably around twice as many people mm-hmm. only have gold than people that have gold and Game Pass. Right. Uh, based on these numbers that we've got from right. this call. And, and that's uh, that's why I think you're not going to see gold go away. I mean, they, they would just be instantly dropping, mm-hmm. you know, 36 million times $60 a year, like yeah. just overnight. Yes.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's pretty substantial. I think like Game Pass would have to increase in price, which I think I'm predicting it'll happen. Like it might go up a little bit. Um, and when that happens, they could probably afford to get rid of gold, but. They still are trying to build the um, Game Pass community up before they want to do that.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think a price hike is inevitable. Amazon has increased in price. Netflix continually uh, increases in price. I mean, yeah. and and they're they're really you know Netflix especially are really subtle about it. It's like a you know a dollar or two dollars every few years. So yeah, I mean, me, I, when I
0: started Netflix, it was like $7 a month and now I'm paying like twice that.
1: <laughs> yep. So, so, you know, I guess it's, it's about, it's about you as the consumer evaluating the cost mm-hmm. the value that you're gaining out of it. Yeah. You know, um, yep. is $15 a month for Netflix worth it to you? Yes. For me it is. Yep. That's kind of what you have to decide. And the same thing happens with game pass. You know, for me, um, ten dollars a month for Game Pass is is like a no brainer. Like it just even you know I always look at it as even if all I do is play two games out of two of Xbox's brand new releases for that year out of Game Pass, mm-hmm. oh, then yeah. I'm breaking even, and I'm just I'm just kind of paying the cost out across the year as opposed to yeah. having to have a sixty dollar upfront cost. But and I you're, never You're already
0: paying more than two games a year though, so like you're like the value is already insane.
1: Yeah, exactly. I'm already playing way more than just two games a year out of it. So, um, you know, that that makes, you know, even if it was twice as much, it probably would make absolute sense for me. Um, but please, Microsoft, nobody... No, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, that's kind of what you have to evaluate as a consumer. Yeah, yeah. Um, but if, sure. I, if I jump back up here a little bit, let me try to give every, uh, all of the high points out of this financial call. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the sales for Microsoft Xbox Series X and S consoles, this was the first quarter of sales for Xbox Series X and S consoles, um, mm-hmm. and both debuted towards the end of the quarter in, in, on November 10th, but Microsoft says hardware revenue has grown 86%. Um, for this quarter. So that's, I mean, clearly all down to the new consoles. Um, Mm -hmm. Satya Nadella, the CEO of Microsoft, also said that um, it was the most successful launch in the company's history um, with, quote, the most devices ever sold in a launch month for Xbox, end quote. So they didn't give us exact numbers, but clearly (laughs) it sold well for them. I don't know what Mm -hmm. that means, um, I don't think that it's sold on the level of PlayStation by any stretch, but certainly it's it's a fairly strong launch for Xbox. Um, people are interested in the console, so that's good, I think. Um, yep. Uh, I think that, you know, ultimately just having two strong competing boxes out there is going to bring the industry forward as a whole. Um, and that's, you know, been my consistent message on this podcast, you know, since Mm -hmm. we started talking about the lead up to the launch. Yeah. Right. Um, And you
0: said that a Sony's outselling Xbox, is that what you were implying earlier? Or do you know that for sure?
1: So this is the weird thing. Usually Sony really like to say their numbers, uh, but they haven't. They've, they've also claimed that it's their best launch ever. Um, but they haven't said their exact numbers. Um, back about a you know three four weeks ago when I was trying to research this the indications I was seeing was that Sony was in the region of 2.5 to 3 million consoles sold and Xbox was in the region of one to 1.5 million mm-hmm. so you know somewhere in the region of nearly double right but both are still selling you know pretty well um,
0: so Sony is ahead as far as like units
1: sold right now. That's the indications that I was seeing. And and honestly you would expect that. I mean yeah, I they're mean, entering it is very much in a position of strength. Yeah.
0: And with their exclusives too, like it's just like I'm gonna get a, a PlayStation part of Xbox so that makes right. sense
1: Yeah their exclusives definitely are a factor. At least mm-hmm. in the early the early adopters. I think the exclusives are a big factor. I think eventually that's not the big console driver though. And I've said this before and I'll say it again and I'll say it again and I'll say it again. <laughs> you look at like Sony's best game in The Last of Us and it's you know, it's barely reached 10 million copies sold. Not even. So right. that, and and they have over 100 million PlayStation 4s out there so wow. only 1 in 10 people and that's like one of their best selling exclusives
0: i know? think i think the other players people are just playing fortnite the whole time
1: <laughs> and, and but that's why i've said you know in the past that like the xbox series s console itself you know, and the need for for Microsoft to push away from Live Gold, or at least you know what they've done now to drop the paywall. You know, if you provide the cheapest option, the most value option for these people that are only really playing games like Fortnite, like yeah. FIFA, like Call of Duty, then you could really have an end to this market. Because I do not believe that exclusive games are the biggest driver of console sales. Because if they were, you would see a whole lot more of these exclusive titles selling.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's a, oh yeah. It's not a, a huge factor, but it's still a driver.
1: Um, yeah. I, I think it's I the it. biggest factor in the hardcore And the hardcore are going to be the earliest adopters.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, So in that regard, I think it is the biggest factor. But once you step out of those people, and Mm -hmm. you're just talking about the COD bros.
0: Yeah, which I think is a majority of the players.
1: I mean, it sells like 16 to 20 million copies a year. It's the best-selling game every year. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's just my that's my thought, and that's that's why I think that you know, positioning themselves Microsoft positioning themselves to offer that value in is going to be important, um, and yeah. and and can change the tide if the console sold.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the yeah. other the other things, uh, two other numbers that they gave us: uh, Xbox content and services revenue had increased forty percent compared to the same quarter last year um and and in total that's pushed Microsoft's overall gaming revenue up 51 percent uh, allowing it to reach five billion dollars for the for for the first quarter ever in Xbox's history so I mean clearly wow. they're doing something right they're moving in the right direction um, in terms mm-hmm. of, of of revenue so yeah, it's it's a little bit different to Sony's doing it all in one place. Microsoft are doing it across multiple platforms, but yeah. it's working for them. It's it's making them, it's allowing them to be profitable and to have a good a good division, a gaming division, and yeah. allowing them to try things to compete with PlayStation. So, uh, I think all good in my book.
0: Yeah, same. I mean, they're like the way they the direction they took their gaming um, is. Like, I, I like, I didn't like. I whenever I like when I got Netflix, I always thought to myself, "When is this going to happen to video games?" Because <laughs> like I like I was like wondering, "Like, is surely this is possible?" They just probably didn't have the technology at the time to stream games like that, or like the infrastructure to like give people keys for so long until your subscription runs out. Like I knew this was coming. I the, but the way Microsoft did it. Like it was it's just the way you can access it through your console, now your phone, now computers. Um, I just like the direction they they've taken it as far as subscription gaming. It's what I wanted.
1: Yeah, and the option to both download and stream, uh, mm-hmm. as you said, between console and then phone. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's definitely. Um, you know they're they're broadening the the reach of people uh, to get to games, and so you're going to see revenue streams open up that aren't available for someone like PlayStation. And so, then when you also compare the fact that they're putting, you know, they've they've got Game Pass and they've got it on PC and they've got an Xbox storefront there, but they're also throwing those games on the Steam. And as we discussed on mm-hmm. the show, they're selling really well on Steam as well. So now you've yep. got so many tracks for them to make money. And probably if you add it all up together, you know they're as competitive, if not maybe more than PlayStation. Um, it's just mm-hmm. what's impressive about PlayStation is that they're doing it all on one single closed ecosystem. It's just different approaches. Um, they, yep. The two companies just clearly have different ways of thinking about it. As yeah, I, love, uh, yeah, I love, yeah, I
0: love how they have. We have two different ways. Like I love that there's still that. That Sony has their. Little ecosystem there, and then Microsoft is doing it this way, and of course Nintendo, like you're saying. But yeah, um, but I love that we have these options.
1: Yeah, I am 100 with you. I, I think it's just so important because mm-hmm. it's just it it allows diversity, new ideas, um, ways for people to find what works best for them, as opposed mm-hmm. to being like, well, if I want video games, I literally have only this option, and if I don't like that option or how it works. I'm kind of SOL.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And that's the best thing you can do for a consumer is give them as many options as possible.
0: Yep.
1: Yep. And the worst thing you can do is double the cost of your service overnight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I
0: remember when I read that, like, well, that was the complete opposite direction I thought we were going. Because whenever they (laughs) tweeted out, like, uh, we'll have more info on the, uh, because it was like um, when they took off the year, uh, the 12 month uh, option, and they're like, we remove, like they announced something. I can't remember if I saw it on Twitter or some article, but then they like came back saying we'll have more info on, uh, uh, we'll have more something coming up for Xbox uh, Gold. I'm like, okay, so like either they're gonna get rid of it or they're gonna like do something with like the free games they're giving you each month. Nope,
2: we're gonna double it. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna give you the same stuff, but we're just gonna ask for double the price,
1: and, and not give you any better games with gold. Yeah, no,
2: it's, we'll give you Tetris remastered. I almost like laughed out loud. I'm like, that
0: is insane. Is this is for real. Yeah, I thought it was like a, a like the Onion or something. I was reading like, no, it's a real <laughs> thing. It did.
1: It did feel that obnoxiously uh, fake. Fake, yeah, but it wasn't. It was real. Um, all right. On that. On that note, uh, unless you guys have any more on on the financial call, we'll move on to uh, topic number
0: three. Sounds That's good. To move on.
1: All right. So topic number three is February's PlayStation Plus lineup is really good, and oh. and and normally I don't I don't want to make a topic of the show be the PlayStation plus lineup or the Xbox live gold lineup, you know, I'll, I can mm-hmm. throw those in at the end, but I think it was just good enough. And it, and it kind of offers this balance against what we've just talked about for the, you know, the last 30 minutes of the show in terms of what Xbox are doing um, to show to this point that I'm trying to make in terms of the value of gold. So that's mm-hmm. why I made a topic number three. And, and so let's let's at least start by, what, what, well, what is the, the lineup? So the lineup um, for PlayStation Plus in February, um, the, the highlight is Destruction All-Stars, which is its brand new exclusive uh, PS5 game. Um, uh, and then for PlayStation 4 owners, you're going to get uh, Control uh, and Concrete Genie. And if you're on PS5, your version of Control will actually be the Ultimate Edition. Nice. Um, so that's really, really cool. Um, and this, and then why I say this lineup rocks is because, you know, one, Destruction All-Stars is a brand new game. Now, granted, I don't know how it's going to land. It's not like a story-driven game, you know, in terms of what Sony are really good at. Uh, it is a multiplayer uh, car demo type game. Um, so it makes sense that they would want to put it as part of PlayStation Plus so that you get that player base up front and Mm -hmm. give it a chance to succeed. Um, But it is a brand-new game. They were originally going to launch it alongside the console for $70, and they backtracked on that decision. Um, So it's cool that it's coming as a PlayStation Plus game. It gives PS5 owners something uh, interesting to go and play out of PS Plus. And then when you put it next to Control which was a fantastic mm. game. It reviewed very well. Um, a Really neat story driven game from remedy who are the same people that did Alan wake um, and quantum break. Um, so, and then the fact that this is the ultimate edition. So this will be the one with the DLC um, as well as the um, enhancements uh, to the game um, in terms of, you know, giving you 60 frames per second and, um, or sorry, I think it's 60 frames per second. Yeah, it's 60 frame. They have two yeah. options. There's a, a performance mode um, and a, I don't remember what they call it. One's like performance and one is like, um, someone help me out here. What are they? What are, <laughs> Quality? Quality. Yeah, something like you know, basically one mode is thirty frames per second with ray tracing and all that other jazz, and the other one is sixty frames per second with just uh, with no ray tracing. And um, I think it's like a fourteen forty p upscale to four k resolution is what uh, is what they're doing um, for this game. But I think that's really cool. I mean, you get the game, you get all the expansions, you get the you get the next gen update, everything, all of that in one package. And then on top of that, they're throwing in Concrete Genie, which Concrete Genie is a game that I've talked about on this show. I platinum the game back last fall. Um, it's a small little six to seven hour game, but it was a really cool game. I mean, it, it was really well made, and and it's got um, uh, some interesting mechanics that it plays with, and and you know. If you haven't played it, it, it's definitely something I recommend people giving a shot. So, you know, across the board, just just a really neat um, array of games that are all you know fairly decent quality. Of course, we don't really know Destruction All Stars, but um, right. I'm I'm assuming that it's got at least a uh, a good polish level, um, a good quality game. Whether or not it hits or not will be the next question. But um, you know, just just a really strong. Lineup of games here, and and when you compare that to what I read off for Xbox Live Gold, I mean, it's just, it's really striking the difference between the two.
0: Right.
2: Mm-hmm. It makes people say, "Screw Goat Simulator. I want to go for the PlayStation stuff." <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, I'm kind of sad I didn't get that PlayStation last month, or last week, because I really wanted to try Destruction All Stars.
1: Well, yeah, it'll be free for all of the month of February. So, no, if open, I get it. Yeah, I really do hope you can get it. Uh, it'd be really cool. I'd like to play. I'd like to have someone to play Destruction All Stars with.
0: Hmm. <laughs> I'm trying Tim to think of workarounds here. Tim, dang.
1: <laughs> well, here's
0: hoping I can get it. Yeah, like maybe I can find a friend who has a PlayStation. They can create my account, sign me in, download the game into my account, and then have it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I well, maybe we should look into whether or not you can, um, you know. But I, I, yeah, I
0: would have to have Pro, though, so that's the thing, too. Yeah. yeah.
2: Or maybe one of our fine listeners will be able to gift you one. Yeah. Uh, they don't have to do that.
0: <laughs> I, I can, I I'll, I'll get the game. <laughs>
1: There you go, um, but yeah, I, I just you know because if we step back and we kind of look at 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 the service for a while,
0: mm-hmm.
1: let's go all the way back to, um, let's go all the way back to sometime in the summer. This chart is weird. Okay, so on July seventh, um, they added NBA Two K twenty and Rise of the Tomb Raider. Who's they, PlayStation? PlayStation, yes. These these were the PlayStation Plus games. So you got Rise of the Tomb Raider, Mm -hmm. um, which is a really, really good game. Mm -hmm. And then NBA 2K20, which, you know, take it or leave it, but it is the most recent released NBA game at that point. Uh, Then in July, uh, or at the end of July, so this is still part of July, they also added the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered Campaign which had just kind of come out at that point. Right. Um, and then on August 4th, they added Fall Guys, uh, and everybody knows how that phenomenon yeah. hit last, last summer. Mm. September 1, it was PUBG and Street Fighter Five, which they're good games, but they were pretty old at the time. So I think, you know, um, a little bit of an iffy month there. Um, yeah. And then October was Need for Speed Payback and Vampire... Which again, a little bit of a, a, a weak month. But then um, in November, they had Middle Earth, Shadow of War, and Hollow Knight, two fantastic games. Nice. Um, and then um, on November 12th, um, halfway through the month, for PS5 owners, they added Bug Snacks. So that launched into the service. So that was great. December was okay with um, Worms Rumble, Just Cause 4, and Rocket Arena. Uh, I would say that's a you know kind of an iffy month as well. But then in January we got Man Eater, Shadow of the Tomb Raider, and Greedfall. Uh, so that's that's a great lineup. And now February is Control, Concrete Genie, and Destruction All Stars. So mm-hmm. just if you kind of look at the balance of the last six months of PlayStation Plus, it's just been a really good run, uh, I think, for the service.
0: Um, no, those games are pretty solid, man. Like compared to all the stuff that. Microsoft puts out. Um, I have uh, the 2020 Microsoft games with gold. All right. What was the first month you listed? First PlayStation? Uh, I went back to July. Okay. For July, Xbox had Saints Row 2. What is WRC 8?
1: World Rally Championship.
0: Okay. Then Dunk, Lords, and Juju. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what Xbox had.
1: Compared to NBA 2K20 and Rise of the Tomb Raider.
0: Mm-hmm. In August, uh, Motocross Unleashed, Portal Knights, Red Faction 2, and Override Mech City Brawl. Again, seriously,
1: mm-hmm. C- compared to Fall Guys <laughs> on PlayStation side.
0: Right, and Fall Guys was a recent release
1: too. Yeah, Fall Guys and the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 Remastered campaign. Both of those mm-hmm. were like released into PlayStation Plus.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, pretty weak. Compared to Xbox, yep. Or X, yeah. Xbox is pretty weak compared to
1: PlayStation. Right. Yep. Yep.
0: That, I mean, like after I, Game Pass came out, I mean, their their games with gold just kind of like just got weak.
1: Yeah, I mean, very much so. I mean, if you compare gold to plus, it's no contest whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But if you compare Game Pass to you know, PlayStation Now or something mm-hmm. like that. I think it's no contest in the other way. So it's just yeah, a weird passes. situation to be in. Yep. Yep. Um, kind of looking at some of the other 2020 games. They gave away the Uncharted Nathan Drake collection, which I mean, it's in house, but that's three games, um, and mm-hmm. they're three great games. That if you hadn't played them up to that point, that was a good. That was a good get in January, in mm-hmm. February they gave away the Bioshock collection, which is really <laughs> nice. cool. That is as really as well awesome. as the. Like Sims the all four. games, yeah, the Bioshock collection. That was oh the, wow, yeah. Uh, as well as The Sims 4 that month, um, nice. they also gave away Shadow, the Shadow of the Colossus remake, which is really cool. Uh, they gave away Uncharted 4. So this year they've given away all four of the main Uncharted uh, games uh, with PlayStation Plus. Um, they've also given away Call of Duty World War II. And Star Wars Battlefront 2 as part of PlayStation Plus this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so some really good games uh, across the year. Last year, um, throughout the year, they gave away... Uh, let's see. Let me hit the highlights. Uh, they gave away For Honor at one point. Uh, Hitman, the complete first season. Um, Call of Duty Warfare Remastered uh, was given away as part of the service. Mm-hmm. Um the Borderlands Handsome Collection. They gave away the entire Handsome Collection at one point in 2019. Um, Detroit Become Human, uh, Batman Arkham Knight, Last of Us Remastered, Neo, Titanfall 2. Um, I mean, for me, a lot of these games, if I was going to play them, I'd already gotten them and played them. But it's right. still like if you're, I kind of look at it as if you're gaming on a budget. And you can only really afford a couple games a year, and you're kind of getting your favorite games that you're looking forward to. And then PlayStation Plus is kind of like your your bonus. Mm-hmm. If there's good games coming out in Plus, and that's your bonus, um, yeah. you know, I I think that's great. That there's really good stuff for people to try there. Yeah. Um, what about Destruction All-Stars? Uh, just real quick, I linked a video. They did, The PlayStation did a, um, what do they call it? They call their state of play about mm-hmm. the game where they kind of gave some details about what you're going to be doing in the game and showed some extended gameplay footage. Did, did either of you get a chance to watch that, that seven-minute clip?
0: Uh, I, didn't I didn't get need- through it.
1: You didn't get through it, Adam, but you watched some of it? Yeah. What did you think, kind of, of the game visually? I thought it looked
2: uh, strikingly similar to uh, Rocket, Rocket League. Rocket League? Yeah, that's what I'm It <laughs> looks very similar and to it.
1: Especially like with the
2: turbo parts, but it's, you know, it looks really cool.
1: Yeah. So I guess for those that don't know, the premise of Destruction All Stars is a multiplayer arena game um where you play both on foot and in vehicles and basically you know when you're in a car you're trying to either run over the other players or mm-hmm. smash and blow up their car um and i guess you're getting you're earning points throughout the game i don't know if it's going to be <clears throat> you know i don't know if it's going to be just like a straight like you know k kd type you know, mm-hmm. first-person shooter thing or if the points are going to be dished out a little bit differently. They talked about some of the different game modes, um, but I don't know if the main game mode, how exactly points get get dished out. But yeah, so the the basic premise, you know, like I said, is, is kind of like a Mad Max destruction derby type thing uh, where you're both on foot and in cars. Um, Dude, and, I and love they, this. Th- they showed, like, how if you're on foot, you can actually, like, if you time a dodge and jump onto another player's car you can actually like hang on to their car and either hijack or blow them up you know kind of like I'm thinking like Halo how you could jump on yeah. people uh, Warthog and stuff like that in Halo multiplayer and like stick a sticky grenade and then jump off you know it's kind of a similar idea um,
0: oh, dude this looks oh my gosh I want this game so bad now I'm watching the video as you're talking yeah this like i love like i was always a big fan of twisted metal and this is like that plus other like shit on the side of it and it's just dude this could be our new rocket league
1: (laughs) yeah i definitely think this game started out as a reboot of twisted metal and they kind of moved into this multiplayer combat car combat idea yeah um it's interesting it's definitely very interesting each character is unique and they have mm-hmm. a unique like supercar and super on foot ability um, <clears throat> which adds another element to it so you know we'll see yeah. we'll see how this game is there's not really any single player story although they did say that they are going to have uh, basically there's like um, quest chains you know where you mm-hmm. complete objectives and as you complete objectives you unlock a little small... Cutscene thing, right. which looks cool, but that kind of gives some some backstory to characters, but it's not really like a story campaign. And this looks
0: like something they'll add more characters to as the as the life of the game goes on, too, like more cars.
1: More yeah, hundred percent. They said that in the video. I mean, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming you're not watching with audio, so they said that in the video that they're going to add. Um, you know, post launch, they're going to add new characters and cars to the game as well as, uh, you know, reset game modes and things Mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, again with all these live service games, how well it's supported is always going to depend on how well it's received. Yeah, If a lot of people are playing it, you know, you'll get more support.
0: We thought that about Battleborn.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We thought that about a litany of games that sit on the Mm. sideline of smoking failures. (laughs) So... (laughs) That's one way to put it. Uh, yeah. So, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm certainly going to download it. It's, it's, you know, it's, excuse me, it's launching February 2nd mm-hmm. um, into PlayStation Plus. So, I'll download it and give it a shot. I mean, I'll need something different. I mean, you can't get much more different than Valhalla that, with the than <laughs> Destruction All Stars. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. It looks fun, man. I'm like, oh, that's one of the first things I'll buy if I get a PlayStation to play with.
1: Folks. Awesome. All right, uh, that's all I got for for topics of the show. Anything else, y- y'all want to talk about?
2: Actually, uh, I- what's going on? Um, did you know that the the reopening of the Lego stores in 2020 was a huge event? Oh, I don't. I don't like Legos.
1: I had. I love Legos, but I had no idea.
2: Yeah, apparently, people were lined up for blocks. I, I hate do... you so much.
1: <laughs> oh, you son of a...
0: <laughs> oh, God.
1: Never mind then. I was going to tell a serious story, but <laughs> fuck you, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was a good one, though. I like a good dad joke. hmm I couldn't resist it. I had to tell you guys. All right. Well, let's prove. <laughs> Let's move on into new releases. Uh, this week, there's actually a few things. Um, first up is Cyber Shadow. Uh, it's on uh, both PlayStation and Xbox, but I believe it launched into Game Pass as well. Uh, Cyber Shadow came out on the 26th of January. Um, it's published by Yacht Club Games, which are the same people behind Shovel Knight. Um, this game is a 2D, 8-bit uh, ninja game. And it looks sick. Uh, It's reviewed pretty well. And um, I think people should, especially if you've got Game Pass, just go give it a a, a look. Check Mm -hmm. it out. Uh, This game, don't sleep on it. Um, This one looks pretty solid. Um, Who can resist something that looks a bit like Ninja Gaiden? Old school Ninja Gaiden. All right. Uh, that's Mm -hmm. what you're getting with cyber shadow Uh, next up is the medium we kind of mentioned it at the start of the show but the medium launched today january 28th as we're recording uh, in game pass as well this is an xbox console exclusive uh, also available on pc this is that new horror game from bloober team uh, the reviews are kind of a little all over the place. I've seen some uh, some sites give it as high as a 9, and some other sites give it as low as like a 6.75. So oh, there's definitely some kind of dissonance happening with this game. Uh-huh. Um, what I've heard is that from a visual perspective, um, this is a really impressive-looking game, but from a gameplay perspective, it has failed to deliver. Um, and I think... That's why you're seeing this variance in reviews, because people that really value like that visual, like wow factor, are like really blown away by the game, and people that really more think about gameplay are mm-hmm. are, are are feeling a little low on it. But uh, if you got Game Pass, you should check this out. I think everybody on this show is probably going to give this game a look. Yes, <laughs>
0: downloading it after we get off tonight
1: right on. Uh, after that uh, f- also today the Yakuza remastered collection. so this is three, four and five has launched uh, also in game pass. Um, so if you're into your Japanese um, uh, gang, uh, I guess it's like the their version of GTA, Uh, Japanese RPG version of GTA Um, go check out Yakuza I think you can now play the entire Yakuza collection uh, through Game Pass uh, which is pretty impressive Um, published by Sega they're Japanese games this is what I'm talking about Xbox Mm -hmm. need to get more into this market I think it's important I'm excited that they're here I'm not gonna play them (laughs) I tried a Yakuza game. Uh, I didn't dislike it. It's just really not my cup of tea. But I am very excited that they're here and they're available for people that are interested in playing them. Because for a long time, when the Yakuza games were first launching, they were launching only on PlayStation. Um, So the fact that they're here on Xbox and in Game Mm -hmm. Pass, I think is a big deal.
0: It's pretty cool. And I thought it was pronounced Yakuza.
1: I've always called it yakuza. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I I, I mean.
0: It sounds a, wrong, but we'll continue calling it yakuza.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna call it yakuza. Okay. <laughs> because that's how I play. It. That's how I pronounce it. Okay. I don't know. There's probably uh, a Japanese. I feel a correction
0: coming in next week.
1: <laughs> I, I'm, I'm feel sure it. that there's a. So if you look on Wikipedia mm-hmm. uh, the little pronunciation help yeah is um, is J a and then Kuza so I don't really know how that helps uh, <laughs> with this uh, with this pronunciation but I, I feel more inclined to think that I'm right okay yeah. I typed it
0: into Google the uh, the truth engine. Mm-hmm. And it's the way they have it is Y U H K O O Z U H Yakuza.
1: Yeah. So that would, that would, that would say that you're right. Of course but I'm, I'm right going to call it Yakuza. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I want to. I just,
0: okay. I was just curious.
1: Uh yeah, I don't know. I'm stubborn. I can be that way.
0: Indeed. But,
1: yeah, it sounds like you're right in how to pronounce it. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go find a YouTube video of like mm-hmm. like someone from Japan actually pronouncing this and find out for sure. That's the only way to really be certain. You're gonna we'll hear them back. pronounce
0: it in Japanese.
1: That's right. Yeah.
0: Okay.
1: Because I think that's the that's the, ultimately that's the, the right way. Right? The right way to say
0: it. Yeah. yeah. Probably.
1: All right. uh, Moving on from that, since this is our last show of January, I think that it's important to look forward to February. So what are the big releases of February that I've pulled out? Uh, Obviously, Destruction All-Stars launching February 2. We've already talked a bunch about that. Uh, Control Ultimate Edition also launching February 2. Also PlayStation Plus game, but you can get it on Xbox consoles as well if you want to play there. Uh, It's not free. You'll have to buy it, but uh, it will be available there. On February 5th, we've got Neo 1 and 2 Remastered. Uh, They'll also be offered in a collection that will be exclusive on PlayStation consoles. Um, Coming February 11th, we've got Little Nightmares 2. February 12th, we've got Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. I'm excited about that one. I will be picking that one up. And then on February 21, Taxi Chaos, So this is uh, a spiritual reboot to the old Dreamcast taxi game, Uh, so that's why I wanted to call this one out for all you other old geezers like me that uh, remember that fondly. Um, So that's really it for February. Again, not a whole lot going on here. Uh, Super Mario 3D World and Neo 1 and 2 and Control Ultimate Edition are all repackaged re-releases of previous games, so... Uh, we continue the dry spell. Uh, Moving on from that, some uh, collection of game date announcements. Uh, I decided this would be a great new little section to add here at the end um, since we we went away from the newsreel. Um, So uh, here we go. Immortals Phoenix Rising DLC number one, A New God is out now. You can pick that up. I think it's like fourteen ninety nine. Uh, there's also a free demo available on all the different platforms. So if you want to go try out Immortal's Phoenix Rising, you can for free. Uh, Biomutant has finally been given a release date. This looks really interesting. It's like you play as like this raccoon looking character in like mm-hmm. this open world RPG, um, and all these animal, these kind of animals have different mutants mutant powers it looks really weird and strange and fun Uh, but it was announced like three years ago four years ago nearly um at uh e3 so it's finally got a release date of may 25th 2021 Mm -hmm. uh next up elder scrolls blackwood which is the newest expansion for elder scrolls online has been announced and it's got a release date of june 8th 2021 Uh, And now moving on to some delays. PS5 exclusive Returnal has been delayed to April 30th, 2021. So about a month delay for that game. Uh, Mm -hmm. Terminator Resistance Enhanced has also been delayed by about a month to April 30th, 2021 as well. And then finally, some bigger delays. The Lord of the Rings Gollum game has been delayed into 2022. So alongside the Harry Potter RPG, both of those games are now going to launch in 2022 and then sadly the uncharted movie has also been delayed to february of 2022 the more times this gets delayed the more i'm convinced that all of tom holland's work is just going to go back into the can and never actually see the light of day mm-hmm. because they've been talking about an uncharted movie for so long i'm 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 in the believe it when i see it camp with right. this one yeah that yeah. sucks
0: I remember whenever they announced the War of Warcraft movie back in two thousand and eight, and then uh, they delayed it. I'm like, okay, we'll see. I Did not know they were going to be delayed until what was it? When did it come out? Two thousand fifteen, something like that. Yeah,
1: yeah these these tend these things tend to happen, and as we discussed on this show. Covid's going to continue impacting the gaming industry. And I think we're just going to continue seeing more and more of these delays, especially mm-hmm. as everyone's watching what happened to cyberpunk and going, Holy shit. I don't want me to be the next cyberpunk. Right. So, all right, well, that's, uh, that's it. That's all I've got for the show. Uh, unless either of you have anything else you want to add before we kick it out. I
2: want mm-hmm. to add something.
1: Okay. Oh, please. No. Is it no. another,
2: is it a dad joke? Okay. Not a dad joke. It's actually okay. What is it? Uh, I don't know if y'all remember. I may have showed you showed you guys, but there there. I have a friend. His name's Will Armstrong. He uh, has a band named Armstrong. And
1: uh, reach recently- real quick. Any relation to Stretch?
2: No, actually, no. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Um, he's been doing. He does a lot of music, and he's been doing a lot of solo stuff recently. Huh. And he asked me if I wanted to go with him to Utah in the Salt Land Flats to to do like a documentary style thing for the behind the scenes of his latest song. At that point, he didn't tell me what it was. Mm -hmm. And unfortunately, I couldn't go. And it was a huge missed opportunity because it looks amazing. Like the video, just top notch. But what I didn't know was that the song he made was a his his remix version of the Terminator theme. Oh, interesting! Like it sounds badass, if you ask me. So when I saw Terminator Resistance on on the list, I was like, "That!" Oh, yeah. I instantly went to that song. Does he have it on YouTube? I want to check it out. Yes, yes, he does. Uh, it's just the uh, Terminator theme, Armstrong. If you search that up, you'll. Uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, it's it's got like a like a dubstepy trap type vibe to it, along with the the hard and heavy metal.
0: Say less yes i'm all about that dubstep and synthwave shit now
1: (laughs) all right then
2: yeah i just wanted to shout him out that 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 just reminded me of that it it is really a really good song cool check it out very good well
1: sounds great okay well i think that'll be a wrap for this week's show thank you everyone for listening to this here the 28th episode of the tricast gaming podcast Uh, We hope you enjoyed it as much as we did. And remember to like, subscribe, review on your podcasting app of choice. And if you have any questions, please DM us on Twitter or Facebook, and we would be happy to incorporate them into the show. We will be back again next Friday with episode number 29. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and game hard.